Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to another mini episode of the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Not sure if you noticed, but the episode title for this one was a little cryptic, and that's because what we're going to talk about today is not sexy, and I didn't want you to skip over it. Let me also say that today's episode is similar to the last few in that I'm not an expert on all the things I'm going to discuss and that you should definitely speak to your accountant to find out what is best for your particular business. But I wanted to make sure this was on your radar as we go into the new year. The main topic of today's episode, physical inventory. I know it's not sexy, but the episode is short, so keep listening. So tell me, when was the last time you did a physical count of your inventory? Yep, I mean physically counted each and every one of your on-hand units. Depending on your business, this could be super simple or a total fucking nightmare. Either way, it's something you should be doing in your business at least once per year. Typically, retailers who work from the 454 calendar for sales planning and accounting purposes will have a physical inventory at the end of January or early February to coincide with the end of their fiscal year. If you're not familiar with the retail calendar, and that's not what this episode is about, but I'll tell you about it. It was created in the 30s to give retailers more accurate sales reporting. So the 454 calendar makes sure you have the same number of weekends for comparable months. It matches up holidays and it lets you compare same day sales. So a Wednesday compared to a Wednesday versus just comparing dates where you could end up, you know, comparing a Saturday to a Wednesday, which doesn't make any sense in retail. The 454 calendar also puts January revenue, markdowns, etc. into the year that is actually responsible for them. So think about like once Christmas is over, right? Retailers are marking down their goods and shoppers are out spending all the cash and gift cards that they got as holiday gifts. And especially when it comes to taking a margin hit on those markdowns, like who wants to start off the year with that hit? So this way on that calendar, all of your January numbers are going into that technical previous year. For most small businesses, though, you're likely working off of a regular calendar year where your year starts on January 1st and ends on December 31st. And there's nothing wrong with this. It's just a different way of tracking numbers. But no matter which accounting period you use, you still want to do a physical inventory. The difference is really about when you'll take that inventory. If you're on a regular calendar year, you'll want to do this in early January. This way, it coincides with the end of your year. 
a bonus here is your stock is likely to be lower at this point, which means there's going to be less units to count. And if you're a small business, you're probably thinking, why should I even bother to do this? Do I really have to take a physical inventory? And here's the thing. How else do you really know how much inventory you have on hand? Granted, in a small e-commerce business, you shouldn't experience a ton of inventory shrinkage, but it's still possible. The three biggest causes of inventory shrinkage are administrative errors, internal, and external theft. Now, if you don't have a brick and mortar element to your business and you have a relatively small, trustworthy team, theft isn't likely a huge problem for you. But paperwork errors, misships, and damaged product due to poor warehouse storage could all cause shrinkage in your business. And there are also some requirements in terms of your taxes, depending upon the size of your business and some other factors, which, like I said, I'm not going to speak on because I'm not a professional, but if you haven't already, definitely talk to your accountant. If you're just going off what your systems say in terms of your current on-hand inventory, you could be missing out on inventory loss deductions. You might eventually find yourself canceling orders because you oversold something or the units that you have left are actually damaged. Maybe you even have more of an item than you realized because somewhere along the way you forgot to receive a shipment into your inventory management software and you've been spending cash to replenish that item when that money could have been spent on something else. Or even worse, your website might say that you're sold out of something, but you've actually got a bunch of units sitting in your warehouse that you could be selling. And from an accounting perspective, because inventory is technically an asset on your balance sheet, if your inventory number is incorrect, well, then so is your balance sheet. Ultimately, if you've got a significant amount of inventory on hand at any given time, and you haven't done a physical inventory in a while or ever, this is probably the time to do it. Counting inventory for an e-commerce business can be a bit trickier than a brick and mortar store because you can't really close your store and prevent new purchases from coming through. I mean, you can, but you probably don't want to do that. So just make sure that before you upload your new inventory counts, that you're removing any units that were sold since you started counting. So for instance, if you counted 17 widgets, but you sold three while you were performing the count, you'll want to make sure you're only updating your quantity to 14. Otherwise, you're going to put those three sold units back into inventory. If you're using a third-party inventory management system like Stitch Labs that puts sold items into a committed status, your process is probably going to be a little bit different, but reach out to the platform provider for specifics. And it's probably best to plan your inventory count for an evening when sales are generally slower on your website, so you don't have to worry about accounting for too many additional sales that came through. Ultimately, your inventory is one of the most important assets in your business, and you want it to be as accurate as possible at all times. And to make your job even easier, consider implementing regular cycle counts throughout the year. 
Cycle counts are where you do physical counts of smaller batches of inventory on a regular basis, like weekly or monthly, and then you rotate through different batches of items. So for instance, you might group them based on location in your warehouse or based on the velocity of sales. This way, you are consistently updating your inventory numbers, and depending on the volume of your business, you might be able to get away with not doing a physical inventory at all at the end of the year because you can be confident that the numbers in your system are accurate. You feel me? Okay, friend, that is our show for today. I know, inventory isn't sexy. I get it. But starting the new year with fresh, accurate numbers seriously does feel so good. Tune in next week, same time, same place for our next mini episode, and I will see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.